This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. We're continuing in Daf Hashua. We're learning Masachas Ksubais. Daf Membez Amar Aleph. We're continuing in uh, the Mishnah. The Mishnah says that continuing what the previous Mishnah ended off, Masa Yodeha, her handiwork, that she made in her father's lifetime, Umetziasa, and that which she, she found, even if she didn't collect it. So, so far the Mishnah discussed the case whether if you were, if, uh, you were Oymid Bedin before the father died or before she became a Bagaras. So the Tanakama says it goes to uh, the father, and therefore, if the father dies, it goes to the brother. Or if she were Ahmed Bedin before she became a Baigaras, it belongs to the brother. It belongs to the father, the father belongs to the brother. Rabbi Shimon says, no, Ahmed Bedin is irrelevant. If you didn't collect it, even if you were Ahmed Bedin before the father died, it goes to her. Maisayadeha, her handiwork, what she made, Umetsiyasa, and, and what she found, Afopishaloi Gavsa. Even though she didn't collect it, let's say her schar, if the father dies, and it belongs to the brother. Because as soon as she made the money, as soon as she found it, the father was Zoicha. And it's not similar to Knas. Knas is not Mamain until you're Ahmed Bedin. And the proof is because if you would be mighty, you'd be Pater. But these rights of her the wages that she earned or what she found is already mamain, but um, even before your Aymed Bedin. Okay, so basically the Mishnah uh, said that uh, Anara, Shinespatata, or Shenensa, the Boishas, the Pagam, the Knas, the Tsar, goes to the father. The father died, but you sued. The Tanakhama says it belongs to the father. So the Mishnah wants to know what's the chid- the Gemara wants to know what's the chiddush of this Mishnah that the father gets the knas my kamash malan what's the chiddush over here tanina this is something already learned on daf lametes hamafate noisein shloishadvarim one who seduces a woman pays three things vahaynes arba and one who rapes a woman pays four things so what's the chiddush that you pay boishes pegam knas tsar how, the, the, we already learned that Hamafate Noisin Boishes Upagam Knas Moisvalav Oynish Nasatzar. Says Gemara. Well, here the chiddush is that it goes to the father. We know that there's payment, but who gets who gets to keep the payment? The chiddush is it goes to the father. Says the Gemara. La'avia it's Shrichale. We need it to teach that it goes to the father. Says the Gemara. La'avia nami pshita to the father. It's also pashit. Why? Because if you're chayiv to pay a mafate, then obviously it goes to the father. Because if it would go to her, she was moichalet. Says the Gemara, pshita, midekayav mafate, because the fact that a mafate has to pay it, dila atzna, because if it goes to her, amayav mafate, midaita avad. If it goes to her, why would the mafate have to give it? Midaita avad. 
she did it with her consent. So the fact that you have to pay a mafata clearly means that it goes to the father. So once we already know from the previous Mishnah that a mafata pays, so then obviously it's going to the father. So what's the Chiddush of this Mishnah? It says the Gemara, Amda B'din Plukta Rabbanon. The Chiddush here is the Machlek is Hashem and the Rabbanon, where the, the Rabbanon hold if you're Amid B'din before the father dies, the father is Zoycha in it. And uh, Rabbi Shimon says he has to act uh, only if he actually collected it. Fine. Tanan Hasam. We learned in a mission over there. Anasta ufitisa esbiti. You raped or you seduced my daughter. And the guy says, no, I didn't rape her, I didn't seduce her. So the father says, what do you mean? I'm making you swear. I adjure you. And he says, Amen. Okay, I take it. I take the, sw- the oath. And then he admits, then he admits that he in fact raped her. Chayev. You're Chayev. Why? The Rashi explains, you're Chayev, Karen. You have to pay the principle, v'choymesh, and one-fifth, v'osham. And in osham, imhoida achrichen. If you admit afterwards, v'zeo asham gezelois. This is asham gezelois. Meaning, an asham gezelois is brought when you deny money, you swear falsely, and then you admit. So you have to pay a karen, choymesh, and bring a carbon. Now, Reb Shimon Poiter, Reb Shimon exempts you why? Because Reb Shimon says, of course you're Pater. What, what, what are you Chayiv on? You're not Chayiv if you swear and then admit, because admitting will never be Mechayiv you. Reb Shimon exempts you because you don't pay Knas al Piatzmai. Rashi says, you only pay Knas to Edim. So since if you would have admitted when he claimed it, you would have been Pater, so when you deny it, that's not considered denying money. Rib Shimon says the only time it's considered denying is if you would, if admission would obligate you. But if admission doesn't obligate you, then denying is not a denial. Denial is only a denial if it's possible to admit and be chayiv. But if even admitting is not mechayiv you, then it's not considered a denial. And admitting won't be mechayiv you because it's knas. So the question is, so what did the Rabbanon say? Amrulai, they said it's not true. Because it's true that we, we would not be chayev, he would not be chayev kenas if he admitted, but he would be chayev on the monetary payments of Boishas and Pagam. Amrulai, they said to him, Afo pishayinu mishalim kenas al piyatzma, even though he would not pay kenas on his own, Afo mishalim boishas and pagam al piyatzma. So the question now is going to be, so what does Rav Shimon hold? Well, why does Rav Shimon say pater? Well, what about the monetary payments over here? The Gemara continues, Boy minei abaye mirabba. Abaye asked from Rabba. Which Rabba? Rashi says, Abaye asked from Rabba bar Nachmeni, his Rabbi. Ha'imer lechaveroi, one who says to his friend, Anasta upatisas biti. You raped or you seduced my daughter. And not only 
Did you, were you chayiv knas? I sued you. And Bezdin obligated you money. So not only am I saying you owe me knas, I'm saying you owe me money. Because by the fact that I sued you means Bezdin transferred it to monetary <laughs> obligation. And he says, I didn't coerce. I didn't seduce. And you never sued me. And I never owed the money. And then he swore. And then Vahida. Ah, so now the question is, is this considered monetary payment? We know Rib Shimon holds that if you deny rape, that's not considered denial of money because you're just denying kanas. But what about in this case? Where the person said, not only did you are you chayiv kenas, but moreover, um, we transferred it, we elevated to a monetary obligation. Reb Shimon Mai Kivan de Amad Bedin Mamoy Do we say since you were sued, it's it's like monetary payment? carbon And now because you denied and then you admitted. You have to bring a what's called an asham gezelois. A dilmor maybe afagav the amad bedin, even though you are sued knas have it's still a knas. Why would it still be a knas? Because it originated as a penalty, even though it was then transferred into a monetary obligation when when the person was sued. That was the question Rab uh, that Abai asked Rabbi Bar Nachmani. If the person says, not only did you rape my daughter, but we sued you, does it then become a monetary payment that the person denies it, it would be considered koifer uh, mamayin. So Rabbi Bar Nachmini said, it's actually in this case, it would be money. And you would have to bring a carbon for swearing falsely. So now the Gemara is going to challenge us. Based on the idea that the Pasuk by Asham Gezelois seems to indicate that only something that originated as money is something that is Mechaev a carbon, but something that was originally Knas and then was elevated to the status of money, you wouldn't bring a carbon. Eisei, Reb Shimon Oimer, Yachal, I would think, Oimer Lechavir, one who says to his friend, Anasta, you raped, Patisa, Sbiti, you seduced my daughter. And the one being accused says, No, no, I didn't rape. I didn't seduce. Let's say an owner says, Your ox gored and killed my Evid. You owe me 30 shekels. No, he didn't. Or let's say your slave says, He knocked out my tooth. You blinded my eye. And he says, No, no, I didn't knock out your tooth. Loisi see me see. I didn't blind your eye. Vinishba, and the guy swore that he didn't do it, and then he admitted that he lied. Vahida, Now, in all these cases, it originated as knas. But let's see the reason why you're putter. I would think you're If you deny your friend bepikadain in a deposit, I besusumesiad or in a loan, I begazel. Or in robbery, or you oppressed your friend, or you found an Aveda, you know what all these things have in common? 
Ma'ilu miyuchadim. All of these are unique and special. Shehin mamon. They're monetary. Avko shehin mamon. Anything that's a monetary payment and you deny, then you bring in Asham Gezelas. Yatsu Elo to exclude these, Shehin Knas. And the Gemara is going to assume that this is the true, even if you're Ahmad Bedin. Says the Gemara, my love, Kisha Ahmad Bedin, is this not true even when you are sued? You don't bring in Asham Gezelas? And this would be Poishet Abayi's question. Says, it's not good talking about where you were in Sud, and therefore it never was elevated to the status of Mama. But maybe if you were Sud, then you would bring a carbon Asham Gezelois. Okay, we'll hold over here. And um, this week I have a wedding on Tuesday, so let's try for Monday and Thursday. Okay, thank you for joining. Shkoyach for uh, giving the Shir on Shabbos. Appreciate it. Thank you. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.